Okay. All right, we're going to start with act with item number one, action items, approval of action item 1A, which is the approval of the minutes of February 26, 2018. Any comments or questions on the minutes? None. Uh, I move item action 1A. Second. Those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Extensions? That item is approved. Item 1B. It's a resolution requesting approval to maintain a spending rate of 4.5% for the funds in CUNY's investment portfolio for the fiscal year ending June 30th, 2019. Um... Before we make a motion on that item, uh, let me ask Janet Crone and our colleagues from Makita to provide more information on this topic. Is this is this on the, the speaker? Yeah. Hey, I've been asked to give a little bit of background um, on uh, MIFA. Um, under then uh, Attorney General Cuomo, um, as you probably all know. In September of 2010, um, the New York Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act was um, enacted. And it changed the way uh, the rules for governing how New York nonprofits basically make expenditures uh, for the funds in their investment pools and among other things. Um, MIFA also contemplates spending on a by-fund basis. So you can imagine with about 1,000 funds, um, it would take forever to, to go through the spending deliberation. So then Attorney General Cuomo um, allowed the boards to make a single decision, provided that the funds are similarly situated in terms of purpose and the way they're invested. Also under NITMIFA, the board's decisions on spending need to be substantiated and implemented for each fund category based upon eight prudence factors. So when we conduct the spending deliberations, um, we classify the funds into four similarly situated funds, which we'll go over, and then we deliberate on the prudence of a proposed rate for each of those factors based upon the eight prudence factors. Uh, Page three summarizes the four similarly situated fund categories that we'll be contemplating, academic support, institutional support, scholarships, and instruction. These four categories historically comprise a little bit over 90% of total spending. On page four, we list the eight prudence factors, which are the duration and preservation of the endowment fund, purposes of the institution and endowment funds, general economic conditions, possible effects of inflation, deflation, expected total return from income and appreciation of investments, other resources of the institution, alternatives to expenditure of the endowment fund, and the CUNY investment policy. As you can see from this table, most of the factors are universal, meaning that they affect all four fund categories in a similar fashion. However, there are two exceptions. Factor two, purposes of the institution and endowments funds, is specific to the factor. And factor seven only applies in a situation of a crisis. 
So turning to page five, let's begin. Our recommendation is to maintain the current 4.5% spending rate for fiscal year 2019 for the funds in the pool. So we'll deliberate on the prudence of that 4.5% spending rate for each fund category in light of the eight prudence factors mandated by NIFA. On page six, we'll start off with factor two, factors specific to the institution and the endowment funds. First, scholarships represent about 56% of total spending from the pool. Um, CUNY relies upon scholarship funds to attract and retain the best students and staff. Uh, it's also um, important to provide educational access to those who might not otherwise have it. Academic support represents 12% 12 uh, of total spending from the pool. Uh, CUNY relies upon academic support to uh, support programs such as library resources, educational equipment, lab supplies, and materials. Institutional support represents 20% of total spending, and we rely upon institutional support to support college operations. Instructions fund represents 8% of total spending from the pool, and CUNY relies upon this support for activities that are part of the instruction program. All of these categories represent key parts of the, what the endowment fund offers for support. They are all long-term funds. Theoretically, they are um, per perpetual in nature, and donors have designated these funds to support these programs. So in order to ensure the preservation of these funds, spending must not exceed the real return of the funds. However, we don't know what the real return is going to be on the fund, so the spending rate must be based upon an expected return of the fund, and our expected return of the fund is 4.5%. Uh, factor 7, as I said, applies only in cases of a crisis. Um, and though the value of the pool has, has come up substantially since the uh, credit crisis in 2008, the outlook going forward, as you know, is not for really robust returns, but those uh, which are lower than our long-term averages, which also argues for moderation in spending. However, indeed, there are no other circumstances that exist which would caution us to make an appropriation of 4.5% of um, from the endowment funds in fiscal year 2019. Uh, in addition, donors made these gifts to ensure current and future generations of students have access to a first-class education at CUNY, and the pool is capable of bearing the proposed spending rate, and accordingly, funds should be used for the purposes intended by donors. And now I'll turn it over to our consultants at Makita to discuss the universal factors. Okay, thank you. Uh, turning to page eight, uh, we'll talk about the universal factors. There are six of these from the previous list, numbers one, three, four, five, six, and eight, taking them in order. Factor one is the duration and preservation of the endowment fund. Uh, as we had uh, already stated, uh, all four of the similarly situated funds are long-term funds. Uh, maintaining a sustainable spending rate is uh, a paramount objective in order to avoid depleting these funds over uh, pools over time. Uh, the investment policy makes no distinction in terms of spending uh, for endowed and non-endowed accounts. Uh, discretion may only be exercised 
should special circumstances warrant for non-endowed funds, and that's not the case right now. Factor three is general economic conditions. Uh, as you all know, the credit crisis had a significant impact on the endowment, but the, uh, the rally since then has returned the endowment to a value a bit higher than before the crisis, uh, and thus better um, able to support CUNY through spending. Uh, the current outlook, though, is for very low interest rates and elevated equity valuations, having a, uh, a forward outlook uh, for most asset classes to have lower than, uh, returns than their long-term averages. Uh, that would dictate caution, moderation, prudence in spending rates. Um, and all, there's also a good deal of, of uncertainty uh, with the uh, federal government's policies on the economy, uh, trade policy, infrastructure. Uh, some of the goals that are out there may boost growth, but others, such as tax reform and uh, an into interest deductibility, are negative factors. Um, furthermore, uh, growth has been robust of late. Uh, rising rates are anticipated, um, and uh, with uh, tax reform, you may expect further rising rates from increased borrowing, which could dampen performance, on uh, negative impact on bond returns, uh, and possibly on, uh, on equities as well. Factor four, possible effects of uh, inflation or deflation. Um, during the crisis, uh, there was an extended period of well below average inflation uh, due to a combination of high unemployment, uh, strained consumers, overcapacity in production, and commodity prices had, uh, had come down as well. Uh, these factors have all moderated recently, and there has been some upward pressure on headline inflation numbers. At the same time, it is still lower than average and we expect it to remain so for the short to medium term at least. Um, that's inflation. On the other side of the coin, there's deflation. If the economic recovery continues according to forecasts, we don't expect deflation to be an issue going forward. And then furthermore, even if one of them were to, were to uh, recur, the portfolio has built-in hedges against both high inflation and deflation. For inflation, we have real assets and tips, and for deflation, we have investment-grade bonds, and this would reduce its sensitivity uh, should either occur. Factor five, the, the expected total return from income and appreciation of investments. The uh, investment policy statement requires the subcommittee to use a total return methodology when making investment decisions. That's a combination of the uh, income plus uh, any um, appreciation or depreciation in the investments themselves. The, the proposed spending rate is slightly below uh, the long-term real expected net return of the pool, as Ms. Cronin had, had mentioned earlier. Um, however, the uh, subcommittee needs to be mindful that the intermediate-term returns are lower than they have been historically. Uh, furthermore, pool withdrawals have uh, far exceeded contributions, though despite net cash outflows, the pool has grown due to positive investment returns. Factor six, uh, other resources of the institution. Uh, while CUNY has other funds, these are tax levy funds, earmarked for other operational expenses, uh, diversion of such funds would not be appropriate or possible. And finally, factor eight, the investment policy of CUNY. Uh, the proposed spending rate for the upcoming fiscal year is in line with the, and indeed foreseen by, the investment policy statement. Uh, it would not harm the overall pool in, uh, of investments as they are invested with sufficient liquidity to allow for such a withdrawal, and the smoothing mechanism in the base calculation of spending ensures sustainability. That's page eight. Page nine, recommendation. Uh, taking all that we've discussed today into consideration, we, we propose maintaining a spending rate of 4.5% for the coming year. 
For several reasons, it is the opinion of CUNY staff and Makita that a 4.5 rate will meet the current needs of, of recipients. And in fact, it will, in, uh, it will exceed those needs. Uh, the actual average spending since 2009, with the exception of 2017, has been lower than 4.5 percent. There's a page on that um, at the last page of the deck, page 10. <coughs> at the same time, uh, this rate will ensure the sustainability of spending, especially given a uh, combination of general global economic conditions, uh, disappointing realized returns over the past five years for many investors, uh, lower expected returns going forward for institutional portfolios uh, than the historic norm given the current uh, market uh, valuations and, and interest rates. Uh, the pool's net withdrawal status of withdrawals being greater than contributions, albeit, again, uh, offset by positive performance to date. Uh, there's also been a pure trend to lower spending in order to avoid depletion of their endowments, which would not be in keeping with the donor intent or with intergenerational equity. A 4.5% real return is still expected to be achievable in capital markets over the long term. At the same time, there is pressure from both stretched valuations and rising inflation expect expectations, so reaching for much more than 4.5% <coughs> real return looks challenging cur uh, currently. Finally, should the lower return expectations turn out to be uh, overly pessimistic, the conservative spending could easily be increased. Uh, the converse is not as easy. Uh, reducing overspending requires harsh spending cuts. We'll pause there for questions. Questions? Any questions? No questions. Um, I guess then let me move approval of item 1B. Uh, do I have a second? Second. Any discussion on the item? <coughs> All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed or abstentions? That item is approved. Uh, uh, item number two, the information item, to address the following information item. We need to go into executive session in accordance with Section 105H of the New York State Open Meetings Law. I make a motion. We move into executive session. Do I have a second? Second. Those in favor? Aye. We are in executive session. Matt. Matt. Alice?